With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for uh, giving us your attention. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, plugging us in. This is Jonathan Kirsten with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We are here with Buchanan Labs doing this really cool series. I'm really pumped about this series because this is allowing us to stretch our legs a little bit and really dive deep on the things that are making Pittsburgh a really cool tech sector. And we've been talking a lot about accelerators and incubators in the Pittsburgh area and how they've really transformed the way technology companies are, are, are being spun and grown here. And uh, I'm really pumped for this segment because we're talking to Zach Malone, and he's the man on the scene when it comes to venture capital activity here in Pittsburgh. He's with Draper Triangle. I'm introducing you for yourself, Jack. I, 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 thank you, Jonathan. You're much better at it than I am. Tell us about yourself. Who is Zach Malone? Who is Zach Malone? So, um, you know, thanks again for having me. I really of course. appreciate it. Um, as Jonathan said, my name is Zach Malone. I'm an associate at Draper Triangle. We uh, are an early stage venture firm based here in Pittsburgh. We invest throughout the Midwest, but the founders are all here in Pittsburgh, and this is really yeah. our home and where we, we like to focus. And so. we visited your home, the, 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 the super, the mothership home base out in California mm-hmm. back in the fall. We and, did. And, and, and Tim Draper himself came down to say hello to us, which I thought was pretty, pretty freaking fantastic to meet the man that got the whole Draper Triangle thing off the ground. He did. I was worried he wasn't going to show. But I know. Remember he, he was he, in he jury duty. He escaped for a few yeah. minutes. So I just thought that was really cool for him to come down and just really to show you how like these are really good people that are running these companies. Like I mean, these are people that really care. And so tell us a little bit about the activity here in Pittsburgh as far as what Draper Triangle does. I mean, obviously you're a venture capital firm. You're there. You're looking to uh, you know invest potentially into, into companies, but not just in Pittsburgh, but all around the Midwest, as you said. Right. Um, yeah. So we, you know, unlike James and Alana, when uh, the accelerator incubator space, we kind of come in a little bit later. Right. We write. Absolutely. Larger checks in fewer companies. Much larger checks, very, very much right. fewer. We lose a lot more money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we lose a lot more money. Um, I love it. Yeah. We uh, we kind of take so where they fill in and really help companies kind of develop a business model and get running. We kind of fill in in the ecosystem afterwards, where right. that's developed, and now it's they time get to that company ready for you to take them to scale, right? They do. Like I said earlier, we're very lucky to have them because they really, without them, I think the community would be you know, not nearly as uh, attractive for us to be here. But. Absolutely. And now, with with Draper having been in Pittsburgh for as long as it has been, obviously, it's been in the past ten years that we've been seeing you know the accelerators and incubators here in town. So I guess obviously, you know, you now have this a little, a little better of a feeder system. As I think you said before earlier, kind of making your job a little bit easier from the standpoint that you know there's some companies that have kind of jumped through the hoops that have had the right mentoring the right training so you're getting a better deal absolutely um you know both from the kind of their direct focus where you have more de-risked uh you know really attractive businesses being right. built and assisted by these incubators and accelerators you, you said de-risk that's an important term because what they've gone through has made them a less risky investment for you right it's uh, you know they're kind of there's a lot of learning being done on someone else's dime exactly all right which is not to sound, you know, don't take it the wrong way, but that's good for us. Absolutely, and, man, 100%. But also, there's also other benefits to the community yeah. where it really strengthens the whole innovation ecosystem. So even if you don't invest, you end up having people 
gain experience, you know, maybe someone else invests, or they right. you know, build a successful company another way, and that attracts more talent to the region, more people who have done it before, that ultimately just Absolutely. keeps you know, cycling through and creating opportunities for firms like ourselves. Very, very cool. And like I said, it's part of this, this really big ecosystem. As you said, you may not invest in somebody, but you might know someone else that would be right up their alley, or someone that complements their portfolio, or just having another connection for somebody. So it, it's don't take a no or whatever as, as like this horrible thing, but no, you're actually building a connection every time someone reaches out. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and we, we do try our best, and we probably aren't as good as we'd like to think we are, but to try to, if we aren't going to invest, to still make connections that absolutely. we think could be fruitful for the company. Very much so. So, so let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Just reminding everyone, we're talking to Zach Malone from, from Draper Triangle. Um, over the past 20 years, I've been working at the Tech Council. I've, I've worked with so many entrepreneurs, and, and I've, it's, I've almost... Like I've received this like honorary degree of like some sort of a business degree just by watching companies do what they do, Definitely and local celebrity, man. <laughs> watching and them step in things when they step in things. But it, it, so, I guess I'm. I wanted. I'd love to you provide some insight as to the, the best way that as someone you know, hey, how do you know that you're venture ready? First of all, and and and, and then. What are the what are the, the rules of the game? What is the etiquette? And I know there's some folks they think it's a numbers game. They're just going to send a bunch of pitches out, and like I don't think that's probably the best way. I think it's about developing a long term relationship before really approaching the VC. Tell us, tell me your thoughts on that. Sure. So to your first question, I think really the best thing you can do to make sure you're venture ready is not need venture funding. Right? Ah, just keep building a really great exactly. business to the point where they need you more than you need them, um, and you're not relying on anyone. And it, when you do end up taking on money, it's truly just to, to really scale. blow up what and you're doing. Exactly. Right? There's no, nothing else that needs to be figured I think, out. I think that is the golden rule. I'm going to call that the, the Zach Malone golden rule. Thank you. I don't know if you're No, I think, that, I, I think it's a point that's well put is because I think so many companies that I see, it's just like, well, I need money to make my payroll. It's like, no, you need the money so you can take what you're doing really well now and do it bigger and better. Right, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> at, at a much bigger scale. <laughs> that, that's definitely you know, the best situation to be in. And it's not sure. to buy marketing necessarily. <laughs> right, and sometimes it, and it, it, it's, bit, yeah. it's not a bad use of it. But you know, um, and then to your other point about or question about you know the etiquette and how to approach yeah. firms. I mean, we're at least at our firm. I know we're pretty easygoing. Uh, we have our email addresses on the website. Absolutely, you can go to anybody's page. You make yourself approachable. Right? right, exactly. Now we do get a lot of unsolicited email. Um, so having someone we know make an introduction is Good point. definitely going to improve your, uh, the odds of us making an investment. Um, and it also helps us really just, it, it's not that like we need some of that to happen, but it makes us feel more comfortable that we're dealing with someone that we know, right? It's not just Relationships, coming, man. Relationships. Yep. Exactly. Um, and the, I mean, obviously you don't want to do just mass emailings. I think that rarely works. Ooh. And I'd be worried if I was an entrepreneur who just sent out a mass email and got right. interest. I'd be worried about who Wait, was Yeah, exactly. Wait a second. What kind of money do they really have? Right, because it, you should question the motivation. But. Absolutely. So we're sitting here at Ascender. I love hanging out at Ascender. This is one of it, the best awesome places space. to be. Having places like this for you to be and hang out, obviously it gets you integrated into that ecosystem all the tighter. How are you using places like Ascender in order to kind of sniff out what's going on, build those relationships? I kind of just come up and hang around. I know. Here in the lobby. I'm yeah. just enjoying the air conditioning on a uh, on a hot summer afternoon. Yeah, no, no, to be honest, it's uh, it is great. It's absolutely. You know, we need spaces like this to have a vibrant ecosystem. Um, you know, yeah, I wasn't completely joking earlier. I do kind of come up here, schedule meetings, just, right? You see who's around, catch up with people. I probably will after. That's what it's all after about. Heavy discussions, but you know, it's really nice to have that, especially having 
all the different, a lot of the important organizations in our ecosystem up here in kind of a two-mile square radius. Exactly. Too. Keeps it all all central and everything. We have our desk here as well, too. I don't get out to it enough because I'm too glued to my office, but when you are out here, you feel like you're more in the, you're in the community, you're in the scene as far as that goes. For sure. I'll, I'll stop by next time I'll up here. Absolutely, man. That, that's, that's so, so, so cool. So, um, I mean, tell me a little bit about, like, what's happening VC-wise in, in Pittsburgh. I mean, we're one of those, we're, we're usually pretty, we're, we, we keep pace. We don't have super highs and we don't have super, super lows yeah, when it comes to, over, to overall activity. And I, I like boring. That's all I can say. <laughs> some, boring can be profitable. Um, boring can be profitable as far as that goes. But we've had some, some, pretty, some, some companies taking in some fair chunks of money. I mean, you look at companies like the Duolingos of the world. I mean, they're, they're bringing in VC from around the world. You know, they're not just going to the Pittsburgh VC because they're a Pittsburgh company, but they're hitting VCs obviously around, around the world. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, I think people tend to always look for, you know, there's the kind of prevailing thought that there's not enough capital here, which yeah. there's elements of that that might be true. I don't think it's completely true, but... And is that more from like super seed, like the fifty thousand dollar range, or is that for someone who wants like that that million dollar seven fifty kind of kind of level? I think there's, there's probably a few different. It, it depends on how you categorize it. Okay. I think it's certainly from the Duolingos of the world. Yeah, I don't think they could find a local investor who could write, knowing how much money they're going to need to raise. They couldn't write the check big enough for that. Right, absolutely. Um, and then there's maybe other sort of kind of niche verticals that it, there's not great capital here. But I think overall there is enough. Yeah. Um, but sorry, I kind of yeah. lost my train. I, no, I think especially especially with like Innovation Works just being named one of the top seed. So if you get that seed round here, that gets them ready for more the Draper level. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And I think we're really on the, the precipice of you know ha- seeing a really big change and an explosion in the amount of capital that's based here in Pittsburgh. I think it just naturally has to happen with all the activity with Innovation Works and the, you know, the other incubators and accelerators Absolutely. around the region. Um, you know, and I think what's really interesting is. People always look for like a silver bullet. How do we bring more capital to this region? And I don't think there's one exists. Good I think point. That's just the, I would agree with you. Absolutely. Truth. It's got to be a continuous progression, which we're doing, and eventually it's going to really change you know, what's here. And we've been seeing that. I mean, we, I mean, with all of the, the, the number of companies spinning out of the universities, because the universities have been really trying to supercharge their tech transfer. I mean, Carnegie Mellon and Pitt have really been trying to get much of that research out and get it into people's hands so they can you know, capitalize on that. And I think it's, it's that snowball effect. It just gets a little bigger, a little bigger. In Pittsburgh, as we said, we don't get super high, we don't get super low, but we surely, but slowly build our way up. I think you're going to see in 10 years that yeah. we might be trending towards a super high. I that, we'll, we'll, I'm all about the super yeah, high. Let's see, could man. Be fun. We'll Sounds see. cool. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So if people want to learn more about Draper, if they want to go check you out, where can they go and learn more? Uh, DraperTriangle.com. Um, you know, we have a we try to keep our website fairly updated. We have all our current investments on there. Excellent. Our Twitter handle, uh, yeah. at Draper Triangle. At Draper Triangle. We tend to share a lot of portfolio company news. That's just, great. No, yeah. That's what it's all about. You don't even really comment out. on it. We kind of just retweet you know, what's yeah. happening in the portfolio, but which happens to be a lot of companies based here in Pittsburgh. So Great. Good stuff, Zach. Yeah. Thanks for giving us some insight. Invaluable yeah. stuff. Well, thank you very much for having me. I love it. I really encourage people, if you see them out, out in the scene, talk. Please see do. what's up. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. always worth grabbing a cup of coffee and just talking about what you're thinking about, what you're working on, because you never know where something's going to connect. I always enjoy this part of the businesses. So. Good, good stuff, man. Hey, anyhow, thanks again for listening to this podcast with Buchanan Labs. Uh, this has been Jonathan Kirsting with Tech Vibe Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.